Welcome to Pseudo Bravado. In this episode, we are continuing on from our last 36 questions to fall in love from the New Yorker series. Uh, This is part two. So we're going to answer questions 13 through to, wait, let me see what question. 13 through 23, 24, 24. And you can catch part three for the remainder set of questions next week. Uh, I have my sister with me. Say hello. Hello. It is currently January 3rd, so it is her 19th birthday. Hello. Yeah, so the last time, uh, the last episode was filmed on January 2nd. Caught me on my last day being 18. And now here we are, first day of being 19. Legal. Yes. If you're from Canada. In Canada. Yeah. So, let's start off with the questions. (laughs) Number 13, if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Brings me back to that so raven. Our raven so loud. Raven so bad. Let's see. Your life. Your, you could do maybe one for each. Something, tell the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else. But what would it be to have some, like, for something to tell you the truth about yourself? Like, I feel like that's part of life. Like, you just find out. Yeah. Like, as as you live. Yeah. I would like to know the biggest lie I'm telling to myself so I can just snap out of it. Oh, shit. Yeah, that'd be great. That would be, like, I don't, yeah. Like, I I think that would be what it would be. Yeah. What if I've been just lying to myself so I can just, you know, come to terms with the fact that, you know, I'm never going to be a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Or I'm not cut out for this, you know what I mean? Like, I would uh-huh. love to know that. Yeah. Or, like, a misconception I have about myself. Yeah, Because it, yeah. be, it could be surprisingly, like, good. It could be surprisingly, like, nasty. Like, mm-hmm. it, it could go a yeah, lot of ways. It could be something I could work on, you know? Yeah. Um, If it was something about a truth about your life. Who? Am I, like, is romance in there? Hello. Is, is romance in there? Yeah. Oh. Probably, like, your future, right? Oh. Yeah, the future. Or anything else. Well, in life, I would like to see if I I have a, a, a partner in mm-hmm. life. Yeah, I guess that like yeah. if I ever find one, that'd be great. And I'm I mean, sure it's a yes. It's a matter of when. Nah, we don't know about that. Oh, Anyways, so um, uh, for future, then I would want to know, like, I would want a career. Career, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Career, we're a career woman. Okay, yeah, so this is why you should refer to part one about why we are similar. Yes, yeah. So what would, I would you want say, to look for in your life? Sorry. Um, oh, a kind of interesting one. Not like maybe not the top of the list, but one I would like to know is where do I see myself living long term? <gasps> That's interesting. Because, you know, we might not be where we are right now. Yeah. We could We be, might be dead, first of all. It could be that. Maybe I'm in Europe. Oh. Maybe okay. I'm in the States. I don't know. Who knows? I feel like your your city, the place that you live, could determine a lot about your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Number 14. Um, oops. Let me see. Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Damn. Hard hitting because the questions get progressively more deep. Mm. Dreamed of doing, but I'm just not doing. Oh, I know mine, I think. Or at least there's like one that comes to mind. Yeah, what's yours? Um, probably, like, release poetry, sharing poetry oh, in a book format. Yeah. yeah. I mean... It's coming. Yes, it is coming. I think 2020, I have a good feeling. I think I'm going to write a lot more. 2020 is the year for literature. Yes, yes. And I think, especially from a practical standpoint, I think one of the reasons why I haven't been able to do it is because school is always so hectic. And transitioning from a headspace of uh, very practical memorization of biochem or whatever course i'm taking in science and then trying to get into a creative headspace that requires a lot more patience and buffering sometimes um is really difficult and i just don't have time for that when i'm trying to study for my exams and yeah i just need like a getaway some time to really be creative and 
hopefully I'll get that this year because I'm not going to be back in school in September. Like, not to reveal anything, but maybe the last two weeks of August would be great. You know, I'm yeah, just feeling last two weeks, good vibes. Mm, yeah, where it's like I'm on the brink of something and I've finished a lot of stuff and I can, yeah. Chill. Yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward okay. to. I'm going to say... Um, hmm... My portfolio. Oh yeah, you've dreamed about that. Working on that and like adding to it. Like I always say I'm gonna do it and then I'll always find other things that I find are easier tasks to tackle. Like during school I would do I'd have other assignments and things to study for in midterms and finals and then preparing for my portfolio would be the easiest and most engaging task. But now that I'm on break and I have more time to just Go crazy on the internet. Um, it's much easier than fighting with Wix about where I want my header to mm-hmm. be and how to, how it should look like. Yeah. Yeah. That's All me. right. And with that, we're gonna bring a message from our sponsor, Squarespace. <laughs> Not sponsored. I yeah. wish. Yeah, Squarespace. If you uh, want to sponsor us, you're looking for people. Yeah. We are people. Yes. And we are creators. We are. We have a portfolio. In fact, Squarespace. I do use Squarespace as my platform for my personal portfolio. Ooh. So shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll switch over. Yeah, because you're Wix, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you want to win a customer over, you know. Give yeah, me a, right here. Yeah, she's right here. Open. Yep. Okay. Uh, number fifteen. What is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Oh shit! Heavy hitters, man. In the nineteen years <laughs> that I've been alive. Hmm. It could even be something abstract, like your your life outlook that you're proud of having accomplished. You know what? I'm going to say dancing. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the photo of the juniors that I coached. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I like them. I like them. Mm-hmm. I do. But, um, yeah, it took me... But there was five years in high school in Canada. Yes. Um, grade Eight, I was too nervous and shy to audition for the dance team. But for the other four years, I did dance. So it was something that I did have to, like, push myself to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, step out of my comfort zone. And then I made a lot more friends through that. And then um, opened, like, this newer, this the, the louder, more crazy, energetic part of myself to the world-ish. Because it was always in me. Um, but yeah, I think I was like more comfortable and able to learn more about performing, socializing, what it takes to be a good team, what it takes to be a good dancer and a good human. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. big accomplishment, I would say. How about you? I think for me, along your lines, like. I don't know if this is if I ever oh. consider all the different things if this is my ultimate one, but one that is a major one I would say that is also out. yeah um probably like persisting in high school and playing volleyball for all five years because I don't consider myself to be like a super naturally athletic person like um I have like decent stamina now that like I'm consistent with working out mm-hmm. but in terms of like hand eye coordination and all the techniques I didn't really start young I wasn't like. Um, I, it wasn't like I was enrolled in soccer since I was like four or whatever, like some parents do mm-hmm. with their kids. We did like other types of activities, like martial arts for a little bit, uh, swimming and skating. Like piano. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was never like really good at sports, but I was, I feel like just lucky enough by chance that I was able to make the team in grade eight. And then, cause it gets obviously harder and harder every year to make the team if you didn't make it the years before, cause everybody's skill levels progresses. So I was lucky enough to catch the wave in eighth grade, and then I realized like I'm really bad at, or I'm I'm not as good as like the rest of my teammates. And if I want to continue playing the sport throughout high school, I was gonna have to improve. So you know I toughed it up through um, a very emotionally draining experience of playing one season of club volleyball because I knew it would give me the necessary skills that I would need to make the team for the next year when we were gonna be playing with um. Uh, players that are a year older than us um, for the junior team so I did that I was able to make the team in ninth grade and then after that I just continued playing and yeah I was able to play all the way up through my senior year I was a libero because I'm very short 
Like, did I like, see the sport? Volleyball. You yeah. did. Okay, yeah. Nishinoya, like Haikyuu, uh, you know, Nishinoya, like yeah, rolling Yeah, I have uh, great pride in sharing the same position as such a legend. It's Such really, a legend. Truly. Such an honor. Such an honor. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, because there were definitely times where I wanted to quit because I was not the strongest player. So it's kind of like a underdog story minus the part where I somehow lead the team to championship victory. Yeah. <laughs> That's how But victory just... for character development. Yes, growth. character development. I think that was a very strong character development okay. experience. That was season one of Haikyuu. So you got it. You got yeah. it. Successful anime mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think because of that experience and all the discipline involved in um, playing a sport and doing all the conditioning, all the practices, and also getting to coach in my senior year, um, that like led me to having more discipline around other aspects of my life and also just taking care of my health and making it a priority i guess right yeah um number 16 what do you value most in a friendship Hmm. in a friendship i mean we could just throw some words out here like loyalty is one for me yeah honesty honesty yeah obviously uh compassion uh humor humor if it matches oh my god yeah yeah because like it's so hard to be friends on a deeper level with someone if you can't even like joke joke around around with them yeah or have like the same humor like you just don't vibe it's just awkward vibes vibe check man it's all about the vibes yeah uh what else yeah um values values yeah uh i think being encouraging towards like supportive uh-huh oh yeah. yeah major support words of affirmation we love that around here um, open for communicating mm-hmm. with each oh, other oh yeah, yeah you yeah. like you will fight like that yeah yeah like it's gotta happens. be like a almost like a family level where you can you can uh, fight but you'll always make up because yeah yeah okay i think we covered mm-hmm. it. 17 what is your most treasured memory Ooh. Hmm. most treasured memory i have one that i always refer back to by default um when i was like in kindergarten it wasn't a distinct memory but it's just all the memory of the afternoons that i would spend playing on the monkey bars and pulling vines from the daycare garden thingy and tying it to the monkey bar and pretending i was like tarzan yeah that's really interesting (laughs) Your chair just cracked. <laughs> My chair just literally cracked. Don't buy IKEA furniture. Damn. Well, how, how old is this? Well, since we've moved here. So nine years. Damn. You know, she's she's been with us for a bit. Yeah. Guys, we're mourning. This is a time of mourning. Damn. Cracked but not broken. Lost soldier. <laughs> Damn. No, I definitely broke this shit because I do this thing where I like stretch and I leave Oh, yeah. Yeah, like all like all the way backwards yeah. until my back is literally almost touching the yeah, back of the and, chair. And, and the chair just can't handle an ass that fat. You know what I'm <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> or the farts that thick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where was that? <laughs> Most treasured. Ah <laughs> uh, yes. Oh my god. The <laughs> dawn of my nineteenth birthday, where I broke my chair. <laughs> no. Um. Hmm. Also, um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all the memories we had um throwing tea parties oh yeah <laughs> like because we used to have a bunk bed oh yeah that and we would oh, oh shit. shit so everything's just dropping she dropped her ipad everything's falling apart no yeah um like all the imaginary games we would play as children because mm-hmm. we were like our parents weren't rich or whatever so we didn't get like the newest Wii consoles or whatever. Yeah, never. We had, like we had like our Game Boy and and oh our... and our DS mm-hmm. when Santa Claus miraculously left two hundred dollars Chris bills. Just mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Under the tree, that like, was wow. a one year thing, and all the other years for Christmas it was just like curriculum. What oh, is it? Uh... What is it? Math. Oh, what is it called? That series from Costco. It's like a thick ass book with all the four subjects. You think I would remember? I hate that shit. <laughs> trying to walk out. That oh, memory. I think we got like Sumi keychains one mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Yeah. What else did we get? We got like CDs of things. I don't remember what it was. Oh, for. Sumi as in Vancouver 2010 Olympics mm-hmm. mascot. Yeah. Um. Where was this going? Oh, treasured memories. Yeah. Oh. So I just think like imaginary games that we would play. Like children have a bountiful imagination. 
and I feel like if I were to ever raise kids of my own, I would also deprive them of all these other toys that I was given as a, or that I wasn't given as a kid, just so that they can just live their life and not rely on devices for stimulation and just use their brains, you know? Mm-hmm. I definitely think it's, it's, um, oh my god, great for yeah. their creative Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think as kids because we didn't have those things like it really encouraged us to be like very creative people which is definitely something that stuck with us because i think that's one of the things that's missing with a lot of people like a lot of peers i notice is like it it doesn't even like i guess maybe it's because i'm in a science major and it's less prevalent Mm -hmm. uh, like creativity as as a quality that people have people just aren't as creatively inclined I mean, I think, yeah, that's definitely different, because in arts, they are definitely very creative. Yeah, yeah. But I would say the way people spend time when they're deprived of their devices, like, you can't use your phone. Mm-hmm. There's so many people around me that are very fidgety, just nervous, and bored out of their minds. Yeah, um, yeah. They say that there's a reason why, like, Steve Jobs when was asked, like, oh, do you give your kids access to, like, your, your creations, like your iPods or whatever, and he's like, no, I, I don't let my kids touch it. Cause yeah. It's a very addictive type of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I enjoyed, um, we'd go biking around the neighborhood. Oh. Yeah. Um, also, when, oh my god, when we would draw all our different designs, like, because we want to be, like, fashion and jewelry designers, and we'd yeah. pretend like we're shopping and yeah. stuff. The short films we made, the, uh, Oh my gosh. Sun dance worthy, um, film selection. Cats film <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it was filmed on. A Nokia. A Nokia. And there was no editing software. Like, I edited it. It was a one-take. Well, it's a one-take with pauses in between and super rapid scene changes. And then I would, like, start hit recording. And then I'd pause it every time we had to, like, switch characters or outfits or locations. Yeah, and it was starring Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. Yeah. Which is funny we say that now because apparently he's dropping music today. Oh, oh my god. Justin Bieber, yeah. If we had a YouTube channel, we should be like... (laughs) <laughs> reacting to <laughs> if we had that video still yeah yeah it's so fun yeah oh my god i really wish we still had that video because like seeing mini versions of us and like how creative we were like thinking of ways like how do we film this because we were a two-man crew you know what i mean damn like but they did with the door hold up there I was that one scene in the bathroom where like selena gomez was mad at justin or something and you were justin and you were on the ground or something or i was justin i don't know but i had to like punch you but i was like filming you so i was pretending like you got beat up but it was like first person pov oh. <laughs> like the twitter videos where it's just like pov you're on the ground getting like hit by like a group of people i don't yeah. know yeah like i remember that oh uh, that was pretty that's pretty and then like the super fast trans- transformations of characters yeah yeah we were just storytellers from a young wow, age look at us go well, yeah. the drowsiness really hitting without the reacting oh um no, we're losing a soldier. We're losing a soldier to go downstairs to find her reactant. Oh no, but um, that's gonna drug you up even more. Nah, you know that's life. It's all about drugs. Anyways, <laughs> I, wait, hold on. I don't. I don't actually feel that way. I will say my treasured memory first. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are definitely nice. I remember how we had a paper disco ball on the ceiling, and then we would play spaceship. Mm-hmm, yeah. and use our blanket to create random compartments and be like yeah that's the garbage compartment <laughs> um, what else would be my treasured memory hmm. you know like going to Oregon yeah Crocs and socks what I was just about to say we wore Crocs <laughs> and socks like before we any were of goddamn proud of it, it was clout. yeah no we had I had bright neon orange ones you had green ones mm-hmm. um we took photos on Oregon on beach, beach, like we were, I don't know, like a couple, and then there was like, my, I am Felicia, but like in my Chinese name, like on the sand. Doing um, donuts on the beach. I had a fucking Gap hoodie with a, and I decided to accessorize with a green and pink polka dot scarf. I don't know what is going on in my head, but that was legendary fashion. Like, and you Chanel could never. With you. Yeah, Kitty's my stuffed bunny who has no nose. What else? Um, was, oh, yeah, when I got lost on the mountain, that was hilarious. Thought I was going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, those great ones. Great memories. So great. Great memories. Reactin'. Okay, she's going to go get her reactin'. And um, maybe I'll just... Should I start? Wait, no. Okay, so the next, the next question is, um, what is your most terrible memory? You missed. Fuck, I missed. <laughs> She's trying to toss something in the garbage. Okay, what, what was your most terrible memory? Hmm. 
<laughs> oh, this is really going down there. It's like, how bad of a memory do we want it to be? I'm all about transparency. So. I already know mine. Do you know mine? We should guess each other's worst memory. Do you think I would know what yours is? You definitely won't know. Oh, okay, shit. Oh, fuck. Felicia's just so secretive. I don't know. No, because I've never really talked about this with her. But it's... It's the first thing I thought of. Is it something to do with death? Sort of. Okay. Um, yours? For some reason, I'm very inclined to say but I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. This is the one. It's when those... Your, was it your, uh, what do you call those buddies in elementary school? Was like, <laughs> I what you were gonna putting say. you on the tire and swinging you oh, around, oh, and then you they wanted to. even my buddies. Really? I thought you were talking about a different memory for a second. I thought you were talking about a memory where I called my buddy fat. <laughs> Did you? Like, you don't know the story? Oh, right. I remember yeah, it vaguely yeah, I was now. playing Red Rover, and then she was coming through my arms, and I was like, no, don't, you're too fat. <laughs> I was fat shaming this poor seventh grader, You're and just I was being like, real. and I was in like kindergarten, and no filter. Yeah, yeah. Um, kids, man, I tell you, they're brutal. Um, no, but it's not. But the one you're talking about was when I vomited because like these seventh grader boys came over, and I was like on the tire swings, and they kept spinning me, even though I told them to stop. Guys, consent. Teacher boys consent from a young age because this translates to later on yeah. other types of behavior. Yeah, I told them no, and they just did not understand. They didn't know what no meant. And so they kept spinning me, and I got so dizzy, I ended up vomiting. Wow. Yeah. I would have loved to be there in spirit to hear the scolding they got. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they did get scolded. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't my worst memory. That's not my most terrible. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't think oh, it was. I have a couple, and now that I'm thinking about it. Right? Like, I have a couple, too. Okay, I would say, like, um, my anxiety, my whole thing with anxiety in school. Yeah. When it was first happening, and I didn't know what was going on. Like, that was pretty like Giant. it's definitely not an experience i'd want to go through at all like ever again in my life yeah <laughs> like when it feels like your body is just betraying you and and you can't do anything about it mm-hmm. um and then also uh when our father abandoned us <laughs> like yeah let's <laughs> be real heavy shit. I, I don't know how else to say it but like, yeah definitely when he left when he moved out i still remember just like crying at the stairs by 6124 Six one two four, mm-hmm. um, and also probably in fourth grade when I uh, bombed my FSAs. <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah. was what I was gonna really name. That was a bad moment. Yeah. Let's just say mm-hmm. it was terrible. Yeah, on all parts. Yeah, and it should never happen in a family. But like, yeah, we're being kind of vague about this, but I feel like it needs a whole other episode. Yeah. we're not gonna go into. And when it you right delve now. into it, it just isn't a good headspace to yeah yeah so we we would have to do a different episode for yeah that. i'm not gonna delve into mine either because okay i need to what's your what's your quick quick spark notes version yes uh this is really light but when i accidentally deleted my photo with my great-grandmother that was only on my laptop oh um i felt like really bad about it mm-hmm because um, we didn't know when we were going to go back to see her and if she was even going to be alive. She's still alive. No. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> the photo is still alive. But you deleted it before we go- went back to see her for the last time? Or? Yeah, we. I deleted it before we had another chance to go back. So we have another photo. The other photo is still alive. Yes. There we go. That's what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Um, the... I thought you were going to say when you deleted the email I was sending Bob. <laughs> For Christmas one year, I was typing it on like the old desktop, and then you kicked the thing and the motherboard or something, and then it just like deleted my email, and I was really sad about it. Devastated. Yeah. I was yeah. Really sad. For some reason, I remember that as a school assignment. So, oh. I guess no, that's not, not a school bad. assignment. It was it just was Bob. Email. Whatever. <laughs> Those are my feelings. Oh, sorry. Um, then I'm gonna sandwich it with the sandwich method, and then there's this one time I was very upset about life in general. And then I was just in the bathroom, naked, crying, in the tub, not in the club, (laughs) just in a tub. And her tub is gross, by the way, so you don't want to be sitting in that shit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was just very upset. When was this? About life. What year was this? Mm, Like grade 8, grade 9-ish. Was that when you didn't have friends? No. It was more of a family thing, oh. but let's not get too and into And you've never it. told me about this. I think, like, 
everyone should know that I was upset during that time because mm-hmm. I was like, when I'm upset, like it just shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think I ever went through in. Was it because of school stuff? No. Oh no, it was family. Family. Yeah. Like, oh, I think I know. Yeah, let's not talk. Didn't about we have it. like a really rough summer? Yeah, let's. Not... Was it during the summer? Yeah. Okay, I let's think I know. Not talk I like about vaguely it. remember. It was a vague. I remember everything, and I never remember every any everything. Yeah, you have like very selective memory. I have a feel. No, I'm not gonna go into that. We should talk about it in another episode. Therapy. This is what this podcast. Yeah, but anyways, took me a lot of years. Um, clearly, because now I'm talking about it, and it was like freaking 2013, 14. Yeah. Um, and like some therapy, like actual therapy with my counselor. Love her. Beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm. Um, to come to the terms and be at this point so where you I can talk, talk to, about it. You talk to her about it. Like, a little bit. I didn't mm. want to go too crazy, but... Yeah. Yeah. Sorted it out. That's important. And sandwich, when I got hit by a car, hey, that was... <laughs> Pretty terrible. Hey, but now yeah. I'm 19, I can get yeah. the money. Mm-hmm. We love dark humor around here. Yeah. Uh, number 19. If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you are now living, and why? Well, first of all, if I know I'm going to die, I'm going to make sure everyone knows Mm-hmm. So that I can book everyone and we could hang out some time together before yeah. I die. Second, yeah. I would use all the money that I have because when I'm mm-hmm. dead, who's gonna use it? Mm-hmm. Stop going to school because I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then travel. Yeah, I'm um, me too. I think I would travel, write, create like that legacy that will mm-hmm. stay after I leave. Um, drop out of school because. That degree ain't gonna do anything when I'm in the grave. Um, <laughs> and I'd actually, like, want to volunteer more. Um, do, do something. something with do something life. meaningful. Yeah. Do things yeah. I, I normally, I'm too busy to do. Because yeah. I'm with school. Yeah. I would definitely just travel and do art reflecting yeah. my I would shoot a lot of film. Memories. I would have to work a job somehow to afford that type of lifestyle. But yeah, I don't know. I would do something fun like that. I'm Fun. Just, death. I would just like work, earn money to fuel my passions. That that's how I would live for yeah. the year. Isn't it sad how we both said we would just drop out of school? Yeah, but then again, it's like that's logical. a practical thing. Yeah. yeah, I think anybody would. I mean, it's like if you're planning long term, yeah, I'd stay in school then. Oh, what? I got some messages. Oh, because it's your birthday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next question is. Uh. Okay, what does friendship mean to you? Oh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Since it's your birthday and all your friends are probably like, Happy birthday, Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, look at that. You know, what? that was so fast. Anyways. Here's... Oh. <laughs> um, you go first. Okay, Um, what does friendship mean to you? I mean, I think it was... I would describe it in the same ways that I would describe... Um, what I look for in a friendship. So it's about loyalty. It's about friendship is about having someone to share both your joys and your sorrows with. Um I think yeah, because it's one of those magical things where when you're sad and you have friendship there for you, it makes the sad less sad. And when you're happy and you have friendship there for you, it makes your happy even more happy. That's like the very simple version of of uh, expressing that sentiment. Like it amplifies. Yes, it amplifies the good parts and it will help, um, I don't know, make it more manageable when it's feeling shitty. Yes, that was not very eloquent, but whatever. What about mm. you? What does friendship mean to you? Well... Friendship. What does friendship mean to Felicia? Uh, hmm. It means. Hmm. Right now, the easiest way to say it is it means being more happy. Mm-hmm. Having more happiness mm-hmm. in life. Um, and in general, I feel like that's not a personal thing. Like, it is for everyone. If you're you're finding the right friends, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have someone to share your your burdens and, like, 
your little joys. It like again, it makes everything yeah feel amplified, like the the good parts, and then you feel more comforted because you have someone who can listen to you or share their experiences with you and give you advice. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are all social creatures. Yeah, yeah. And that's what makes friends super amazing because mm-hmm. you get like yeah. People that basically help guide you through your life with mm-hmm. their experiences, and then you contribute to theirs by sharing your own. So it's a very yeah. It's like looking out for each other. And yeah. Overall, in society, you need that because it creates social welfare. Yeah, and it's like the whale and the the whale and the plankton. Is this? Oh, like symbiotic. So well, that that relationship is probably more commensalism. Than well, mu- uh, mutualism. Mutualism is what I want to get yeah, at. Isn't mutualism, it? Yeah, mutualism. Yeah, mutualism. I don't know why I thought about biology when I'm an art student. Mm-hmm. So that would be equivalent to. I don't know. There, well, maybe the plankton. Does plankton really do anything for a whale? I know. Wait, don't SpongeBob whale, don't doesn't. Whales eat plankton. Oh shit! What grows on the whale? There's something that probably grows on the whale that cleans the whale, yeah. and then in return, the whale provides. Um, a habitat. Yeah, that, 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 that. Yeah, I is just don't know. No, I don't think it's algae. Is it? Maybe it's algae. I don't know. Mold? Just kidding. I'm, I'm not, not a bio major, actually, so I wouldn't know. Um. Yeah. Anyways, that's a great description of friendship. Um, number 21 is, what roles do love and affection play in your life? Ooh. Love. Love. Affection. Affection. Play in my life? Like... Mm. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, affection, I would say zero. I'm only affectionate towards like maybe Katie and Fufu. <laughs> Those are our stuffed animals. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I mean, people show affection in different ways. But I think affection is like a very specific kind of thing. It's like you can show love, but I don't think people show affection. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Affection is like like okay, hard, I, it's hard to describe. It's more yeah, like, she it's just did like, this weird like interpretive dance move. Yeah, it's like you show very warm kind of actions. Yeah, whether it's two people or two. Yeah, because quality time and like words of affirmation doesn't always have to be affectionate. You know what I mean? In fact, acts of service, you can sometimes silently do it without them there. You know, you just do a favor for them or something. Yeah. And it, is that I what considered affectionate? No. Not quite in your dictionary? I guess not. My my conception of affectionate just always seems to go back to, like, what you would see in rom-coms. Like, louder. Yeah. More, like, obvious. But maybe there are inconspicuous forms of affection that are more poetic, more subtle, more nuanced. Uh-huh. But, yeah, what role does it play in your life? Is that all? By my definition, yeah, that's the question. Oh, for you? Oh, no, no, for me, I'd say, like, okay, well, affection, I'd say, by my definitions, not a lot of affection. It's pretty much non-existent. Um, for, for, let's see. Well, sometimes I say I'd be affectionate towards you, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I I treat you like a bro. Yeah, no, you're definitely, that's why I'm, like, confused, because you are affectionate if it's with... Like, you're playful, like, I'm playful with you, you know? No, 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 but you're affectionate, too, because, like remember well she probably doesn't clearly does not remember um but like when we used to be in the same room together and mm-hmm. sleep in the same room and sometimes we like i'd go over to her bed and she would oh. just be like come over here oh yeah yeah, yeah i love yeah. that yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 you are affectionate but it's yeah. only with people that you definitely you take time to bond and trust with someone yeah and as someone that's born from the same womb we've been through the same vaginal canal uh <laughs> That was not where I was going. I was going to say shit, but okay, same same thing. Yes. Sort of, not quite, because you don't poo out of there. No, you don't. You better know that simple biology, oh, my dude. Shit. Is that why you can't get a tampon? <laughs> oh, fun fact, I only found out that I had two holes. It's three. Shit! So you're still learning. <laughs> oh I found God. out it was two holes two years ago, so it's three holes. One is your urethra yeah. for your urine. Yeah. And that one, okay, can you position it if you were to draw it? Like... So, so imagine, like, you're looking underneath you. Yeah. The underbelly. How can you name the three in order? Fuck. So the back hole is the asshole, right? Yes. Your anus. 
your anal sphincter. Your yes. The middle is. You got a fifty fifty percent chance. Urethra? Nope. Uh, <laughs> you... The middle one is your vagina. Damn! So that's those ugly duck shaped lips. That's your labia. Oh shit! Your labia. What is that? That's just the folds of the skin that kind of like cover up your your opening to your your vagina. Oh shit! Yes. And then the other ones you your Yo! urethra. Your urethra is quite small, Why so you can't actually put a tampon in. Gotta there. be so confusing. So what are you sticking your? Where do you think? Oh shit! Fuck. Anyways, it's wow. This has turned into a. A sex ed class. I don't know anything about my asshole regions. All I know is that I poo, I pee, and I period from there. Your asshole region. <laughs> you, you you definitely okay. I thought you were talking about your asshole specifically because I'm like you definitely don't pee and have your period from there. No, just the region, just the, the region. region, everything okay. down there. Your crotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, Where your vagina, were we? Your, your vagina's in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why when you when you wipe your butt, can we not? <laughs> let's talk about this for a second. When you wipe your butt, you want to wipe from. Do you wipe from back to front or front to back? I definitely go from back to front, but I know that's not good. Oh my god, you are literally like a UTI waiting to happen. Hey, but I'm not <laughs> because all the bacteria from your feces, you're basically wiping it towards your urethra and letting it fester into your urethra, and that's how you get a UTI. And that's why you want to avoid that by wiping from front to back so you don't drag any of that shit to the front. <laughs> Literally. Fun fact. Females get more UTIs because they have a shorter urethra than men. Because men have long penises. Or most of them do. Not all of them. Um, but they have a longer urethra. And that is why the distance from their asshole to their urethral opening is farther and so it's harder for them or less likely for them to get a uti i wish i recorded this on video <laughs> well you can tune into the podcast <laughs> well that's one thing yeah I these really... are the things i learn in my my classes these are the things that really stick in my head the rest of the yeah. stuff about the different types of tissue layers in my freaking respiratory system i don't care or- you know the only thing i remember from biology 12 from miss uh Cassim was that men who run in marathons get nipple chafing oh, nipple chafing yeah yeah that like yeah. out of everything i've learned fetal circulation the circulatory mm-hmm. system nipple chafing first day of school still stuck with me yep yep it's it's always the weirdest things Okay. Why did we get here? Uh, yeah, how did we get here? Okay, well, I was talking about you being affectionate. <laughs> it's how we started talking about UTI. <laughs> oh, shit. You gotta listen to the podcast to find out how we got here. Okay, we do. Yeah. Um, um, so, that was me talking about you. But you finished- Oh, I was talking about affection and then love, right? Love, for me, is... Um, I'm still trying to figure out how the fuck we ended up <laughs> Me <talking>. too. <laughs> no, okay, but... Oh, okay, anyways. Love, the role that love plays in my life, it's everywhere, man. You love what you do, do what you love. Word. <laughs> That's what I gotta say. Okay, your turn. That's so Raven, Raven, so that. Yeah. Um, let me see. Love, yeah, that's... Or affection, whichever one you want to tackle first. Yeah, love is everywhere. Um, it's whether you are open to seeing it and if you know how to identify it. Um, like, yeah, little acts of service people do for you. Mm-hmm. Um, the way people act are very misleading, too. There's... Oh, now I remember. It was because you are talking about how we share the same birth canal. Oh, right. Let's not go back there. Let me continue. (laughs) Anyways, because I know some people who have a very different way of showing their love, and it's not the most easy to receive, but Mm -hmm. it is their way of loving. Um, And, like, they can't help that. That's what they know. Um, So learning how to identify that sort of opens your eyes to how much love there is around you. But I would say there's quite a lot of love in my life with what I do what I pursue, the people around me, mm-hmm. like, I remember dan- the, the reason why dancing was such an important part of my life is it was when I really learned to verbally uh, affirm, like, yes, 
I love something. Mm. And then after that, I was just like, hey, I love a lot of things. And a lot of people love me. And I love a lot of people. Um, so, yeah, that was a very important part of me. Um, and that's how I view love. But as for affection, I would say I'm definitely very physically affectionate. Sometimes my friends are grossed out by oh, me. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, you just don't like to be physically affectionate towards me, though, I think. Yeah, not really. Yeah, sometimes you'll ask for a hug when you're When sad. I'm, like, sad. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I, that, that's why I say I'm definitely physically affectionate because whenever I cry, I, like, I need hugs. Like, mm-hmm. I need it. It's... Like a baby. Ooh, <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but, yeah, I like I'm clingy with friends, too. Um, yeah, physical touch. Mm-hmm. Very nice. That's how, yes. I, how, how I'd be affectionate. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I also like wine a lot. And like... oh, I thought you meant wine as in like, like alcohol. 19, baby! Yeah, um, I'm like but... how sophisticated. You know, I love no, a good wine night. No, like, like keep talking. Oh, oh and whiny. yeah. Yes, yeah. I think that's affectionate. Sort of. It's the, the way I do it. So like it's hard to explain now. But yeah. like I know that I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next question is alternate... Oh, alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. So this is, like, probably, yeah. Okay. We go back and fire. Forth. Like, rapid fire. Oh, God. This is hard. I have to think on my feet. Um, oh, you look like someone from, uh... <laughs> I don't know. Just, yeah, no, I can't name it, but okay. you look very familiar. Who? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um... you want to start first? Mm, I'll start first. Okay. Do I have to explain? You could if you want, if you feel like it's not straightforward. Uh, positive characteristic. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's pretty uh, straightforward. Sort of. No, I'll start with an easier one. Okay. Creative. Okay. Um... I'd say, oh, uh, humor. Uh, independence. Like, survivalistic, very, like, sheer, I'm gonna do it, sort of independence. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say, um, hmm, I, I feel like independence for you, too, in a way. But yeah. it's not the same as yours, definitely oh, not. Oh, okay. Um, hmm, I would say... I mean, if that's what you feel, then yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I feel like you kind of march to the beat of your own drum. That type sort of sort of independent. Like uh it's like self self what is it? Fueled? Self hammered? No, that's not. <laughs> it's like um you're a very individualist. Cool. I I mean I don't know what that means, but yeah. we'll go with it. Yes. Um Hmm. Patient. Hmm. Like, maybe not with me. No, you're still pretty patient yeah, with me. Yeah, I'm pretty patient. Yeah. I'm just not patient with other people. That I'm not... That I don't feel is worth my time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm selective about who I'm patient with. But no, in general, I would say I'm pretty patient. Um, I would say for you, uh, you're very supportive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to your friends, to your family, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Yes, yeah, sometimes. I like when I really have to be. Yes. No, but then, I like to think I'm supportive when it comes to, like, little hobbies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else? Mm. Ooh, I really wanted to say big-headed, but that's definitely not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> like. Oh my god, I just gotta gargantuan ego <laughs> no, no no like oh no that's no i wanted to say like steady-headed but that's not it either so like like a cow <laughs> no like slow paced okay no that's not what i'm gonna go for like, i'm gonna say paced period paced. like disciplined is that what you're trying to say I think that's another one. That could be my fifth one for you. Okay. I'm going to do both. So disciplined is one, but paced is where I have to, I feel like I have to explain. Oh, and like, So like, steady and slow paced when you tackle something that's long term. Uh Like, you know exactly what you're going to do and Uh you're, you're like approaching it steadily and you're not rushing it. And Uh it's like a combination of being just diligent, Uh disciplined, and patient. Uh 
Yes. Going at it like a turtle. Mm-hmm. So Conscientious is the but word. But then, yeah, sure. I yeah, don't know yeah. what that means. I feel but like they, they always... put that on my report card. Yeah, that's what I was, like was about to say. Yeah. Um, but paste, which is really funny, she gets very, very, very rushy. With creative stuff? Yeah. And it's so funny to see. But it's... I've always, like, I feel like. I'll go through phases where I'm like, I really gotta put this out because I feel like it, and it's just my creative instinct. Yeah, that's why I, I chose paste because okay. it, it covers both sides. Yeah, it's so funny when I see you like that because you're like, yeah, let's record this podcast right now, and I'm like, tomorrow, the podcast can still be there. Yeah. Um, well, your mood is not always gonna be there. That's the thing. Yeah. You're temperamental. I am. Uh, but let me finish. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's fun seeing how like you know her her scientific brain goes. Oh, yes. It's scientific. I like the word scientifical. I've okay. dubbed it a word. Okay. Um, we'll go like, ah, yes. Blood vessel, brain, <laughs> vagina. <laughs> and then your art juices, when they really, really flow, you're like, ah, Plato once said that my asshole's on fire. <laughs> or something. <laughs> it's always funny to see. Yeah. I like to be, um, you know, educated in different areas. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then I'm missing two for you, right? Yeah. You, okay, I would say you are. You are. Hmm. Um. Oh my god, my ears aren't that red anymore. You are. Hmm. <laughs> would you say you're an optimist? Or no? Mm. I don't. Maybe not. It depends on you, because it's what you think. Because mm. I always felt like. Uh, maybe not. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Um, I definitely, like, if you're asking me, then I definitely am not. Yeah. But I want I'm... to be, and I try my best to be. But then yeah. I feel like with you, especially because like we're family, mm-hmm. um, and you're much more patient and tolerant than the general public. Mm-hmm. You have to see the sides where I break down more, and I just like get very really clouded s- in yeah, my head with yeah, negativity. Yeah, I guess, oh yeah, yeah, literally, I was yelling at you the other day, because I'm like, why are you going to be so negative all the well, time? I was in a very <laughs> negative headspace, because I just woke up and found out I had hives, oh. and so it was like, health is always my weak point. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever I get sick, I'm like, I'm going to die! Yeah. Yeah, I get really sad and depressed yeah. about that. You get that. very existential about it. Yeah. Um, I would say, for you, slower. I think you're very compassionate. Tall. Not that tall. <laughs> like, you're average height. <laughs> but I'm just short. Um, I'll say you're compassionate. Thank you. And then I would also say you are... Hmm. You are authentic. What does that mean? You don't even know what that means? What? what I really? literally didn't even know I had three holes, buddy. <laughs> but this is English language. I got a 67 for my first English assignment. Well, your provincial is okay, and this is, like, high school-level vocabulary. Oh, okay. Well, authentic, like, just, like, original? No. Authentic as in, I think you're really transparent with who you are in a lot, most, like, contexts that people will try to, like, hide themselves. Like, you're unapologetically yourself. And to a point where I'm like, Felicia, tone it down. But then you'd be like, no, but it's me. <laughs> I'd be like, for me, I find myself putting up more of, like, a facade when I'm in public. And whereas you're, you're just kind of... Like you just, just stay true to who you are. Yay! Thank you. I tried my best. Yeah. Okay. Um, number 23. How close and warm is your family? Do you... <laughs> <laughs> we have to laugh. <laughs> Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people? Well, I would say... It could have been worse. Yeah, yeah. It, it, if you read all the way up to... Do you feel your childhood was happy? Then I would say, yeah, you know, like, we made the best of it. Yeah, we made the best of it. With our, like, stories. Yeah, I can't imagine being, like, a single child. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, like, I can't imagine. Yeah, I worked at a day camp over the summer, and there were definitely, uh, you know, I had, like, this pretty crazy conversation with this 12-year-old kid who did not come from a very stable home life background, Mm -hmm. and just seeing the way he was acting out as a result of it, like, I was never one of those kids. And, yeah, seeing what he, he's been through and, like, the relationship he has. And he's just, and you just see someone who's, like, very broken. Like, that's the only way you can really describe it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's going to be hard for him to kind of come out of that, I feel. And I wish he had more support than he realistically has. Because I think at the end of the day, though our parents, you know, had a very messy divorce and we had a kind of dysfunctional family dynamic, I think 
that at least they still cared enough to have our best interests in mind. At and, times. Yeah. And to, like, uh, raise us in a way that we would be good, Human. well-adjusted people. Yeah. Yeah. Still have our own issues that we're dealing with, but... Uh, at yeah. the core, like, just good people. Yeah. Like, we're not douchebags. Yeah, bags. and not troubled in the way that I see some other kids are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think raising us, period, a big thing. Mm-hmm. Big props to the mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then... But in terms of how close and warm... Definitely not close and warm. Definitely not. Like, more no. like a fire is lit under my ass anytime my mom and my dad is in, like, close well, that's proximity. Warm. That's, that's, like, hot. That's, like, hot but ice cold at the same time. Like, you don't know where it's gonna go. Like, you yeah. don't want them together. But yeah. for some reason, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Happier definitely, yeah. Definitely not close and yeah. warm. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's close anymore. No. We can talk about that. Tomorrow. Yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. separate. Um, number 24, the last question for this episode of the podcast is, how do you feel about your relationship with your mother? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, she really said, let's really get in there today. Nope, that, that, how do I feel about it? Not so great. Um, should I really go into it? Not, probably not. That deserves something else. Um, how do you feel? What's a sparks note? Version. Oh, if I were to oh, how about let's let's describe in five words. Five words um, to describe your relationship with your, your mother. mother. Uh, okay, you e. Okay, you go first. Complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so rapid fire as well. Yeah. Um. I I think in general also maternal mother daughter relationships are probably one of the most complicated human relationships that exist. A lot of people have like very, um, conflicted relationships mm-hmm. with their mom. Yeah. I'm going to say turbulent. Mm-hmm, that's a great one. Thank I'm going to say um, flawed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hurting. Okay. I'm going to say redemptive. Like, there's there's character development. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many words I've used, but I think three. Three. Yeah. I'd say bipolar. Mm, okay. I would say uh, evolving. Mm. I think. Yeah. Maturing? That's another word I would use. Yeah. I want to say changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very dynamic. Yeah. I'm just going to say changing for now because I feel like it's for the better, but who knows? Mm-hmm. I think in general when you get older. Yeah. Growing. Yeah. 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 So I would say, yeah. Um, That's maturing. more for you. you. You need one more. Oh, um, I need two more. I'm stupid. Did I say maturing? Um, I took that one, but you could say that. Okay, I'll say that, and... What else would I say? I would say also just... I totally agree with complicated. Mm-hmm. And... Um... Blurry. Okay. Or, like, unclear. Yeah. And on that note, it's a wrap <laughs> for question set two from the 36 questions to fall in love with the New Yorker. If you want to listen to the first 12 questions, you can um, check out the podcast that was released just before this episode. And if you want to see the rest of the questions, stay tuned. Next week, we will be answering the last 12 questions. And that's a wrap from us. Good night. Tee hee. <laughs>